In the United States, people try to assassinate president. In Soviet Russia, president assassinate you. Oh, Is sorry. Really the are, president? We, are we on? Yeah, he wins know. the election every time. He's actually, yeah, he he is president. He was prime minister there for a little bit, but then he went back to being president again. I don't know. Somebody, somebody, somebody laced his mind or wear with uh, uh, po- poison, like uh, atomic, whatever. It's been nice knowing you. Anyway, well, you haven't you haven't left quarantine yet, though, have you? No, no. If you if you're if you're not on, not on your phone, you'd be able to see my luscious locks right now. Actually, I can see your gonna, luscious locks. See, I'm going to keep it hey, this length, and then driving. I'm gonna, I am driving. I'm going to sh- for Halloween. I'm going to shave everything. I'm going to shave everything except for the mustache. I'm going to go as JT Daniels, nice. quarterback for you like the uh, I don't know the swirl, whatever that is. Uh, thing no. the. Uh, Swirl beard. It's not the question mark beard. It's something else. Yeah, the spiral that. spiral beard. My gosh, it's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life. It's amazing. All right. I don't know. Right, in a mirror. Right. Yeah, calm I do. Down, every calm day. down. Still worse. I gotta do my intro here. Danny's gotta know where to start the the cut for the podcast. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Welcome to the Goblin Beat Goblins Gaming Podcast tonight. We are going to be playing Impossible Landscapes, 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 which is a Delta Green adventure. And um, we rolled characters last time. Did we record that? We did, yeah. I don't remember. Okay, so you can go back and listen to that. We recorded or we recorded us uh, rolling up characters, or not really rolling up, but creating characters. Not a, ro- a lot of rolling involved in character creation for this particular gaming setting. Um, so tonight will be our first actual foray into the game itself. Um, so I'll let Danny introduce the the game setting. Uh, first of all, though, I think we probably need to introduce ourselves. I am. (laughs) Well, we we can introduce, we'll let you introduce your characters when we get to that point. How about that? Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Um, I'm Matt, I'm playing, uh, the character of Billy Holden. Uh, William Joseph Billy Holden. Uh, he is a foreign service officer and a combat veteran. He works for the Foreign Agriculture Service. Uh, and is from New York, New York, and is 30 years old. Uh, in this particular game, you have to establish some bonds. So, uh, for my characters, those are, those are my therapist, Kimmy Kent. Uh, I'm a survivor of a shared trauma of a squad and. Uh, Iraq, and my ex-wife, Sandra Holden. So, that's where I'm at. So, Brandon, won't you uh, introduce us to uh, your character tonight? Both of which, uh, we we both chose um, characters from Archer as our avatars by total coincidence. Actually, I didn't even notice that you had chosen Krieger um, as your avatar before I chose Archer. As mine, so there you go. Yeah, sadly, the whole group didn't do this one. Uh, it's not uh, going to be nearly as famous as our uh, Simpsons version <laughs> of uh, what was it, Slasher Flick? Slasher Flick, uh, Slasher Flick, yeah. yeah. That was Chaos that was one of the best games. Uh, 
But anyways, uh, playing uh, Joseph Krieger, who is an NSA computer analyst. Um, and totally not a clone of Adolf Hitler. No, not, no, not, what would you even say? Oh my goodness, Matt, no. That, that never. Um, even though his, uh, his bonds are his therapist, his grandmother, Carol, and his twin sister, Beth. Uh, our NSA computer analyst who uh, is a bit, um, you know, off, but uh, does his best to try to keep up with everything that's going on and uh, uh, is in, is terrified of uh, shooting something, but uh, he's, he's strangely uh, curious about doing so. So, All right, why don't we go to the man in the car next? Yes, live on and now that we're done with Cthulhu, we're, we're just letting everybody know we're done with our BAU, our BAU profile of, of Brandon's character. <laughs> John, what you working with? I'm playing Mr. Baumgartner, a, an art historian and restoration specialist who has. Uh, come across some interesting finds in his art examinations and restorations which has made him uh, useful. useful he is uh, what's that? Yep, useful, useful to the program. To the program. Um, his primary bond is, uh, is to his uh, and to his grandmother. It's uh, Bubby Baumgartner. That's right, Bubby Baumgartner. Yeah, uh, she makes a a great matzo ball soup. <laughs> All right, uh, I'll I'll read you your other ones in case you can't remember uh, your other bonds. Are oh no, Clar- I re- okay. Oh, go ahead, right. go ahead. Clarence, your handball partner. Yeah. Uh, Rabbi Mayer or Meyer, your spiritual yep. advisor. No, nope. and my best friend Wolf Blitzer. <laughs> That's right. Childhood friend Wolf Blitzer, is that yeah. the Wolf before, Blitzer or a totally different Wolf yeah. Blitzer? Oh no, it's him before he became famous. Okay, gotcha. All right, and uh, last and least, at least in in uh, years lived, is Ben. Um, my guy is his name is Kurt Johnson, and he's a U.S. Marshal. He's from Texas, but he's stationed in New York, and his bonds are. Uh, the same squad that uh, Billy was a part of in Iraq. Um, His son, David, and the other marshals stationed in New York with him that he works with. So uh, that raises a question. Did the two of you run into something strange in Iraq and that's how you both became uh, affiliated with the program? Or yeah, just we'll say that. Sure. Yeah, no, 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 yeah, something weird happened overseas. No, not oh, we that kind of weird. <laughs> oh, we were securing an oil field. It was really cold. No, we weren't that keeping night. each other. That's why I say we weren't keeping each other warm in the bunker or anything. <laughs> All right. Get your mind out of the gutter there, Moses. I don't know about you, but my guy's got a kid. So. So. Okay. All right. I was about to say. 
That's you got a kid with your beard. That's always useful for uh, for a DM or a what do they call them in in Delta Green? The handler. Storyteller. Oh the yeah, that's one. Yeah, the handler. An elder. An, I think they call him an elder one. <laughs> um, elder for, for a great old guy. Um, I love it. I love it when people uh, say that uh, people are being edge lords when they have all their family killed off in role playing games. It's like, no, you just don't want to give the DM ammunition. <laughs> that's true. Well, in Delta Green, everything is ammunition, and that's what we're playing. So, Delta Green is a modern day uh, Cthulhu mythos kind of horror setting if you've never played it before. I highly recommend it. It's a D100 based game. <clears throat> so basically all of your skills and abilities are a percentile and you basically roll the dice and hope to roll that number or lower. Uh, Delta Green uses a price is right scheme for rolling your, your numbers where the highest roll without going over is the best roll. So if you're doing opposed checks, whoever rolls the highest without going over is wins except there are also critical successes and critical failures, which is when you roll doubles. So whenever you roll doubles, it's a critical. It just depends on whether it was a success or a failure determines what kind of critical it is. And since there are 10 or 11, I guess 11 criticals you can roll, it's pretty up, comes up pretty often. Uh, yeah, this... there's lots of chances for criticals. Yep. Um, it's also a, a high mortality game, so don't get too attached to those characters they just talked about. Uh, chances are one of them will die soon, if not more. Danny, if you break Bubby Baumgartner's heart, I'll never forgive you. <laughs> hmm. uh, this game uh, starts in New York City in August of 1995. Um, all of you. The 90s, the best time to be alive. Right. Best time to be a hacker. That's right. Working that MS DOS like a pro. Uh, Linux. Yeah, I was about to say the computer knowledge is really going to hit home in '95. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so all of you are uh, working at home in various capacities, doing whatever your regular jobs are. Uh, when things happen, let's just start. I'm just going to start uh, on the Discord screen, left to right here. We'll start with Matt and your Billy Holden, correct? That's right. I'm William Joseph Billy Holden. All right. I'm going to check something over here. William Joseph? Did that sounds like... Did, yeah, did I... Was, is there something wrong with that? My first name is Joseph. No, oh, there you go. Billy Joe. <laughs> All right, so... Yeah, there you uh, go, Billy Joe. What... What are you doing on a Monday? Uh, heading, heading into the office. On Monday, all right. Um, the New York branch of the uh, Foreign Agriculture Service. All right, so you are heading into the office. Oh, is this during the day? This will be during the day, yes. Let's see. I'm trying to... Like I highlight everything I can think of to highlight in these things, and then I can never find the stuff I'm looking for. It drives me nuts. 
Man, that felt like me in law school. Uh, Highlight everything in the book and you get caught on in class and you're like, uh, I have words, English. Good night. <laughs> All right. Like Maybe my friend Isaac talking know. normally. All right. You get a, uh, as you're walking into the office, um, a mail courier is standing there and he says, uh, he's got the old mail courier costume on. Oh, God. Look, man, I'm already divorced. If you're here to serve me, I don't even want to know. Uh, are you. Are you uh, William Holden? <sighs> yeah, just just hand it to me. I've been served before. I know the process. Right. Come on. Well, I, I, I'm just delivering this to you. He, he hands it to you. It's a uh, sealed envelope. Oh, oh. So you, I'm not being sued. Uh, I don't. I, I don't. I don't guess. I just need you to sign for this. Lots of a clipboard. All right. I'll sign his clipboard. Thanks, man. He turns around and walks off. Alright. Guess I'll head on into the office. Carry right. the envelope with me. Everything seems normal normal in the office. People wave at you, people drink coffee, people stand at water coolers. Hey guys. It's the nineties. It's a great time to be alive. Was that? was that wait, is this too early for that? I don't know. <laughs> oh wait, I don't know. <laughs> When did the Budweiser frogs come around? Oh, we know this Budweiser. But, uh, anyway, you make it to your desk just fine. All right, throw the envelope down on my desk. You know, I guess I don't know. Like, check my typewriter. <laughs> All right. No. Well, if you're not gonna, I guess they not... have term. They got terminals in '95, right? Well, they have Windows '95. What are you talking about? Yeah. Right. I was a shit back then. All right. Well, if you're not going to open that later, we'll move on to someone else. So much better than yeah. Windows One. He boots his computer, computer while I'm while booting up my computer, and while I'm waiting. Yeah. Exactly. I was exactly what I was getting to. While I'm waiting for my computer to boot up, I open the letter. All right. Okay. You open it up, and inside, you find a uh, a letter that indicates that someone's going to return to you a lost wallet. Uh, they will meet you at uh, Washington Square Park, 4.45 p.m. on the 10th. You, of course, know that this means you are being called in to an active operation for Delta Green, which is the first time this has ever happened to you, but uh, this is the way they told you they would do it. Oh, boy. So does that mean I actually have to meet at that place at that time and location? It does. Hmm. Okay. So that's Thursday. <laughs> be thursday the 10th so gotcha uh you know and what is today today's monday yeah you know because they told you that they can provide no cover story no background they they recommend that you save up vacation days for such an occasion um or you know just quit your job whatever whatever makes more sense to you although your position nah, i same. mean i'll just uh I just, I, I mean, I, I got a lot of, I got a leeway, I got a lot of leeway in where I get to go and what I get, need to do, so I can just, I can just use the job cover once I find out where I'm going. All right, so you're going to say, so you're going to say you're on the job? Yeah. Okay. All right. 
I was talking to my boss. We got, hey, uh, I got something coming down the pipe at the end of this week. Can't really, can't really disclose it right now, but I think it's going to be big for us. So Need to know. Got it. Do some traveling. Make me a bureaucracy roll, or what is your bureaucracy at? Uh, see, my bureaucracy is a sixty. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Make me a roll. All right, no modif no modifier, right? Right. Forty one. Okay. Uh, yeah, he buys that. That kind of thing happens from time to time. So you think you're good there? You only click on them when you fail, right? That's right. Yeah, the checkbox. Okay. Mm -hmm. yep. All right. Uh, next, we will go to the marshal. All righty. What is U.S. Marshal? Uh, Kurt Johnson doing today is it one of his days off. Uh, I mean, a Monday would be like a normal work week or work day. So, my guess is I think we're getting I think we're getting uh, John from I think we're getting from you some feedback. Oh, uh, you need me to Turn mute me a little less loud. Yeah. All right, I'll mute until it's my turn. Okay. All right, that's better. Okay. Yeah. So, so it is a work day. You said. Yeah, I'd say it's probably a work day, being a Monday and everything. All right. So he's probably going in to do paperwork. All right. You he get, does work for the feds. All right. You get to your desk and uh, your phone rings. It's a old timey, you know, desk phone rings at your mm -hmm. desk. You can see it's a call coming from the the office secretary. Basically, all of the marshals in your office share a secretary. She kind of helps you guys keep up with. What you have planned on any given week? I guess I pick it up and say hello, but since like obviously I don't want to be talking to her type deal. Like right. hello, uh, hey Kurt, um, just got a a notice that you have a meeting this Thursday. It wasn't on the calendar before, but it's marked as high priority. I just wanted to let you know because I know you won't look at your computer if I set the set it on the calendar there. Okay. She she sounds Thanks, annoyed with you as well. As most people are most of the time. <laughs> she says, All right, uh, do you want to write this down or you want me to just put it on a sticky note and bring it to you? Bring it to me. And then I hang up the phone. <laughs> you you hear the the first quarter of her huff and you hear her stand up. She's only like twenty, thirty feet away from you. She walks over with a sticky note, sticks it to the just the middle of your monitor and walks off without saying a word. Says, I just go back to doing what I was doing. <laughs> yeah, which was not even looking at the computer monitor anyway. <laughs> right. You, you've actually got sticky notes all over your computer monitor because that's all you use it for. It's a good surface for sticking stuff to. <laughs> <coughs> and it just it says Washington Square Park, Thursday, 445. <coughs> um, and uh, it has a... Uh, um, a dash and it just says uh mr green which you know to mean delta green is finally bringing you in you've told them you want to shoot people you want to shoot weird stuff you're happy to do anything because you know what else have you got to do as a marshal you don't get to shoot nearly enough things right there's too much paperwork involved right yeah and from what you understand there's there's 
You actually destroy paperwork as part of this thing, so that sounded even better. Nice. All right, Bogus. Mm-hmm. What is Joe Krieger doing on a Monday? During the day or evening? I will say it's afternoon. Yeah, you, you know, about 6 p.m. I'm assuming uh, it's uh, 95, so he is uh, forced to work in his office mm-hmm. in some type of um, <clears throat> cubicle factory. Um, doing his best, like doing his job, and then switching back and forth between playing Doom and. Uh... <laughs> All right. Well, this is six p.m. Are you still working at six p.m.? <clears throat> at six p.m., not so much. Uh, he is uh, playing Doom <laughs> in his basement. Uh, may or may not be his parents' basement. Um, playing Doom, but also trying to see how far he can. Uh, get into uh, certain unnamed servers. All right. Well, uh, someone from upstairs, did you say you had a sister? Yes. All right. We'll say, uh, your, twin twin, I'll say your twin sister, uh, she just opens the door and uh, walks down to where you can, you can basically see her face because she bends down a little bit and says, you got a card? Uh, looks like a Valentine's card. It's weird. She just kind of tosses it down the stairs to you. It's a, Sure enough, it's a pink Hallmark envelope. Looks like it has a card inside of it. Are you messing with me? No. Uh, I would say get a job, but you have a job. Why don't you get your own place? God. I thought this was my our place. She closes the door to the basement. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of goes over to it and... Uh... Just kind of like cautiously picks it up and opens it. All right. The, uh, as you pick it up, it's, it's too out of the ordinary for him. He wasn't emotionally prepared for this. Right. As you pick it up, it, it smells of flowers. Uh, you open it up, and sure enough, it is a Valentine's card. And uh, it says, you know, some flowery prose on there. My, you know, my dearest beloved on this most special of days. Uh, please meet uh, this Thursday, 4.45 p.m. at the park. Um, at, at that point, it clicks in your brain that they told you they would send you a a uh, holiday card if you were ever activated by Delta Green. So this that must be what this is. So the uh, most unbelievable option is what they said. <laughs> <laughs> yes. A Valentine's card in August. Damn them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All of a sudden he feels a little bit more comfortable knowing that he doesn't have to talk to a woman. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What is uh, Mr. Baumgartner doing at uh, in the evening of on a Monday? John? Uh, Mr. Baumgartner is walking home from the athletic club where he's just been playing handball. His hair is still damp. Uh, what little hair is left on top of his head. And uh, he has a set of earphones on from which uh, you can hear uh, the the latest uh, Luciano Pavarotti uh, CD playing. He's holding his disc man flat in his palm, trying not to let it skip. <laughs> nice. 
All right. Oh man. Damn. Uh, <clears throat> Working well. at this, man. Yeah. Um and uh he finally makes it back to his building and uh goes inside and uh just uh kind of waves at the, and uh, at the uh at the doorman and heads towards the elevator. All right. Uh when you get up to your uh to your room, you have a mail slots in your doors here in this building. You uh pick up the mail and see that you have a uh, an invite to a night at the opera, it says. Uh Baumgartner looks quite excited about that. Uh what what uh what's the uh opera that's playing that night? Well, you uh, you open up the invitation and it says, Mr. Green cordially invites you to a night at the opera. Please meet him at 4.45 p.m. on the, August 10th at the Washington Square Park for more details. Uh, there's a couple of keywords in there that let you know immediately that uh, this is Delta Green asking you for help again. Although this is the first time they've asked you to go somewhere, they normally come to you. Uh, Baumgartner gets uh, a little excited, um, puts down his, uh, disc man, walks over to the phone, picks it up, immediately calls into work, begins explaining that, uh, he's going to have to go to Europe over the weekend, uh, has to do with that, that painting of, of Count Herzog of Prussia, trying to prove the provenance, um, and, uh, that he'll be back as, as soon as possible. All right. <laughs> I will assume that that's going to hold up under initial inspection and say that they just go, okay. All right. So then uh, Baumgartner goes and, and begins packing uh, all of his various colored tube socks that he will need. Okay. Making, making a go bag of tube socks. Yes. All right. Uh, what about the, so, um, Joe Krieger, what are you, are you going to do anything, or are you just going to say that you're on the job as well, or are you going to make some sort of uh, excuse to be out of work? Hmm. He's probably going to uh, come up with some type of uh, technical error that he's going to have to work tirelessly to uh, compensate for and still be considered... Uh, on payroll for that day because he's having to fix something that, uh, <clears throat> well, so it's not until four forty-five on Thursday. Huh? So it's, not, it's not until four forty-five on Thursday. So you could pretty much work a full day. Uh, but yeah. it'll just be, if you happen to be out Friday or not. Uh, yeah. We'll see. He'll come up with his excuse for Friday. If it has to, I get it. Okay. Just tell me you get like a special research project. You got to meet a guy in Brussels to, Research to how to fix this upcoming Y2K problem. <laughs> That's so far out. Nobody's worried about that yet. Good times. All right. How about... Uh, uh... Yeah, there's a whole bunch of holes in this whole Windows 95 thing that... Uh... Actually, the NSA didn't exist in 95, did it? Uh, oh, why don't you research that real quick while we'll, we'll switch to Ben. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it did, but we'll, we'll check. All right, so... Uh... What's, right back. what's Kurt Johnson doing? Is he uh, 
Is he just going to have the week off coming up anyway? I mean, he's kind of got he's got a pretty good amount of freedom as a marshal, just so long as yeah, he. Uh, so we said, as long as he checks in, and you know. We said your job is you're uh, assigned to a couple of federal judges, right? That you watch. Right. Yeah. 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 So. So I mean, unless 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 that's happening, he doesn't have a whole lot that he needs to do. All right. We'll say you're you're heading into week off on that, so you're not you're not on active surveillance. <laughs> so you're going to be good there for a week or so. All right. Does anybody want to do anything special? It is Monday between Monday and Thursday to prepare for this. Nah, I just make sure my my gun's clean and ready, I guess. Pack all the necessaries for, you know, I don't know how long we're going to be out, so at least for five days. All right, so you're basically just going to make a go back as well, just <clears throat> just in case you have to go out of town. Yeah, yeah exactly. Go talk to my... You're all stationed in New Do York it. or live in New York right now, is that correct? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Make right. an appointment with my therapist before before <laughs> Thursday. Okay. Um, in case. Kurt doesn't really change all that often. Close. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes it'll be a few days. All right. All right. Anything so for? I think he's just gonna <laughs> go just with what he has on. Put some put some stuff in a Walmart bag and call it good. <laughs> yeah. All right. How about for Moses Baumgartner? Uh, he's going to um, get his notebooks um, that don't have a whole lot of information in them yet, but they uh, they have info about the uh, the various things that he's found hidden in in artwork mm -hmm. as he's restoring it. Uh, and then he also makes sure and has. Uh, brunch with Bubby and lets her know that he's going to be out of town for a few days. Okay. All right. So all of that goes pretty well for all of you. <clears throat> uh, Monday turns into Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday rolls around like it does when you're excited about something or worried about something. It seems like it takes forever, but then suddenly it's, it's that day and the time is nigh. You, uh, Oh, I guess there's a small chance. Is Cthulhu standing in for Brennan? I guess uh, I guess there's a small chance that uh, the Iraq bros would have had contact with each other at some point uh, in the interim since, since you are bonds, loosely bonded with each other. Do y'all have like a monthly yeah, poker night or something? That's probably about the extent of it for... Uh... For Kurt, I just tell I call him up to tell him, "Oh man, I had this meeting uh, came up. I'm not gonna be able to make a make it to the bar for Thursday night football this week." So it's early. It's early August anyway. So he's it's probably oh, it's August in my <laughs> yeah yeah. It's like the 10th of August. That's probably a preseason game. So plus Thursday night football. Yeah, no, what, what wasn't even a go. thing yet? Was it the 90s? I didn't start until like five or ten years ago. Well, I, I don't know. The NSA, the NSA has been around for for a while, so the NSA definitely exists. I looked that up. Okay. Um, I don't know August. I guess maybe we could say we're going to watch a 
I don't know, like a baseball game. Yeah, sure. Baseball's that Thursday. People people watched baseball in the nineties, I think. Yeah. I think that was before. So I just come up and say, Hey man, I got this got this meeting, I'm not gonna be able to watch the Mets game with you on Thursday. I was about to ask if he was a Mets or a Yankees fan. Mets all the way. Forget those pinstripe clowns. It's good to know. All right. Well, you all make it to Thursday alive. You feel good? It's been four days. There was a chance of dying in those four days? There's always. In a Delta Green game, you're happy you you lived four days already into your first game. It was New York in the 90s. You were liable to get mugged anytime you walked out the door. That's right. Yeah, don't go to Times Square. <laughs> Although I think by 95, it was getting better. So. Um, I, I went there in 99. It was it was like a tourist trap already. So I think it was already getting ready and better, better in 95. So, <clears throat> Ben... As as Kurt Johnson uh, makes it to the park, uh, it is full of people at uh, four forty-five on a uh, on a Thursday. People are getting off work, uh, so there's plenty of people, kids. There's musicians playing. There's clowns and jugglers, tourists everywhere, of course. Which I don't know. Kurt's probably the kind of person that doesn't like tourists, knowing him. <clears throat> he doesn't like people really in general. Yeah. That's fair. Well, you're walking through there and, you know, basically being annoyed by everything you see. And then you see something that really annoys you. You see a, a small clown. He's dancing in a strange looping, to a strange looping dirge, like the, or with a, some kind of a drum, drum beat going. You see he's actually just got an old record player playing and he's, he's just playing a record on that and, and dancing. Uh, you're not one for clowns, but you're you're confused because this is obviously a child, or it's, it appears to be a child. He's got these weird overalls on. Um, he's got all kinds of geometric shapes and different colors. And his his mask, he's got a, a mask, but it's more like a helmet almost. It covers his entire head with these strange rectangular teeth. And uh, the eyes are just kind of black slits. The whole mask is white beyond that. Um, and he's got this, just kind of dragging around on the ground into the air, this ribbon-covered paper dragon that he's spinning around uh, as he runs. Uh, it looks like he's doing something strange with, with the dragon. Can you make me an int times five check? Intelligence times five. You should be able okay, to do what do that. I? You should be able to do that by just clicking on your intelligence on the, uh, on the character sheet. And so, does it? Is it just? It says modifier. Do I press anything on it? Yeah, no, it shouldn't be any modifier. I don't think. Okay. There we go. So twenty nine out of fifty. That is a success. Uh, <clears throat> uh, yeah. So you you see the shape that he's making over and over again with it. Um, if you were interested, you could probably you could probably remember that if you wanted to. Um, but uh, it's just like a really weird, uh, really weird kid doing this thing. It, like, it, it st- stops you for a second. You know, when you get all that information in, in your brain, as a U.S. Marshal used to casing people and, and watching their movements, 
So you get all that, and then um, suddenly the, the crowd kind of moves and shifts, and you look again, and uh, you, you don't see him anywhere. He's gone. The, the record player's gone. The music stopped. Uh, almost like he didn't even ever exist. Okay, it's just gone. I just kind of shrug and keep on going. <laughs> All right, you shrug <laughs> and, and and turn and uh, uh, there's a there's a guy standing there. He's got uh, dark hair, glasses, a uh, little bit of five o'clock shadow going on, maybe a little uh, on the chubby side. And he uh, nods and nods at you and says. Uh, I'm Agent, Agent Marcus. Uh, come with me, please. We're going to gather the others. I don't even say anything. I just I just nod and right. follow him, I guess. All right. Um, you're walking walking through the crowd, and you suddenly see your, your buddy, um, Billy Holden, right? You're the two that are already know each other. Yeah. And uh Agent Marcus uh pats pats him on the shoulder and uh, holding your you're just kind of standing there looking around trying to figure out where you're supposed to meet someone and I uh, feel a hand tap you on the shoulder and say ah I'm uh I'm Agent Marcus I believe you're with us. Man, how'd you find me in this crowd? Uh long practice. If you'll come with me, I'll show you the arch. Uh, we'll see some sights and find the rest of our group. Oh, yeah. Hey. Uh, what's up there, Kurt? <laughs> yeah, uh, Marcus stops immediately and says, um, please don't use real names. I don't want to know yours, and I don't want you to know mine. Yeah, that's not his real name anyway. Okay, good. I was just making sure. I want to make, make very sure that we, we do things uh as best we can to keep things compartmentalized. I don't want to know too much. And I know you don't want to know too much. Yeah, I don't know this guy at all. All right, let's go. Marcus, uh, you guys can give me Humit rolls if you want to. Or what, do you guys have Humit? Uh, I do. All right. Just tell me what you've got it at. I've got it at 50. All right, yeah, you can tell without a roll at 50. Uh, this guy's fairly paranoid. Yeah, same as he's also have a fifty. Okay. Yeah. I just give uh I just give Billy a nod then. <laughs> Alright. I just kinda of give him a shrug. Alright, in a similar fashion he he uh quickly just kinda of weaves his way through the crowd and taps his hand on the shoulder of, of two more gentlemen, uh Joseph Krieger and Moses Baumgartner, and uh brings you brings all four of you together and uh uh, the rest of you probably don't recognize each other, but he turns. He kind of uh, turns off to the side, away from a little bit away from the crowds, but not not so far that uh, it would seem strange. He seems to look around and like you can almost hear him thinking that in his brain. And he turns to the four of you and says, "Welcome, gentlemen. I understand this is the first time any of you have been activated in an operation." Yeah, that's correct. Um. Just uh, 
just some ground rules. I, I would uh, request that you all uh, go by code names with each other, or at least with me. Um, if you would like to give each other your real names, that's your choice. Uh, I am Agent Marcus. I will be your contact and your handler on this operation. The operation um, is called Operation Alice, A-L-I-C-E. <laughs> okay. Before we get started, are you all you're all aware of of the risks and dangers involved, correct? And and willing to perform the tasks you're assigned? Yeah, theoretically. What was your I'm sorry, Agent what was it again? Marcus. M A R C U S. Uh yeah. Got it. Uh yeah, I mean theoretically speaking. All right, he looks at each of you in turn. Uh, Baumgartner is standing there trying not to let everybody know how freaked out he is. Um, and uh, and also making mental notes of everything that's being said. Okay. All right. Very well. Um, Kurt sort of doesn't seem phased by any of this. He seems kind of like he's not paying attention. He is, but he's just staring off into the crowd scanning it not really making it apparent that he is listening all right um joe's a bit twitchy he's like of course why why wouldn't we be <laughs> very good at this point he hands a uh, a leather valise to uh billy Uh, so this should have everything you need inside of it, um, including a, uh, a number of through which you can contact me if you need to. Um, he motions over to a, a couple of benches and says, if you'd like to sit and go over these, uh, I'll answer any questions that I can answer. And uh, we'll all be on our way. All right, sounds good. All right, uh, so you got to sit down and start looking at the stuff inside. And, and as you're looking through it, he, uh, he gives you some explanation. Um, you have all been uh, granted clearance to assist the FBI in the collection and typing of evidence from a location of interest in a woman's disappearance. Uh, it's a suspected kidnapping. Law enforcement officers uh, uh, among you are being deputized to the FBI. Um, so that includes, I believe one of you is a U.S. Marshal and one is an NSA agent. Both of those are being deputized. The other, the other two of you are being uh, hired as advisors and given advisor credentials. As, as part of your cover, uh, you are to catalog every item and piece of paper in the, uh, in the apartment. The uh, person in question is one... Abigail Wright, W-R-I-G-H-T. Any questions so far? Where's the location? That, that is in your uh, in your police there. 
Okay. Yeah. There was a symbol associated with demonology and the occult that was found at the location. I don't have a copy of the symbol. I don't know anything about it. Uh, it was an occult symbol. That's all you need to know. You're to investigate the location to determine if there's any unnatural influence at all behind this disappearance. If, if, uh, heaven forbid, there was some sort of unnatural influence found, you need to stop it and destroy it and report back. So, All right. So inside of there uh, is, are the FBI credentials that he mentioned. So uh, for the two of you. Who are All right, so I, 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 yeah, I hand one without thinking to <clears throat> to my buddy, Kurt. Right. Well, so the credentials do have photos on them already. So oh, I'm a little okay. disturbed to see that they have photo, recent photos of all of you on there. Um, you can come right. up with I hand those names. out to everybody then. Okay. You guys can come up with whatever names you want them to say. All the credentials, that's fine. And you can go by those names if you want. Um, there's also a New York Post article uh, inside of there that's been clipped out. And I will show that to you guys here on Roll20. You can click on that. And if one of you wants to read it, you can certainly do that. Missing artist prompts new fears in Kipps Bay. This is back when the New York Post wasn't a total rag. All right. For those who knew artist Abigail Wright, her disappearance from her Kipps Bay co-op around June 4th is a mystery. Authorities have been frustrated in their efforts to find the young woman last seen near her apartment at East 32nd Street and 2nd Avenue. Okay, this is... We won't have to go on a trip. Good. Uh, according to a source familiar with the case, early leads have collapsed. A month on, Chief Deputy Graham Gurodanda says the NYPD is no closer to locating Wright. Source also said that a strange and disturbing collection of items have been found at Wright's apartment, including medical supplies, books, and machinery. Now, this sounds great. Wright's neighbors maintain that all was fine with her. Uh, nothing indicated she was in danger or planning to leave. Her apartment was locked from the inside. A rise in break-ins, muggings, and assaults in the neighborhood prompted youth leader Anthony Scott to comment. It is well known in the neighborhood that after 5 p.m. the sidewalks roll up and the police are nowhere to be found, particularly on foot. Scott said that people running around after dark in the area are watching their backs or should be. All right. Medical supplies and machinery. That sounds promising. <laughs> Um, let's see. Inside of there, there's the actual address It's of uh, her apartment. It is called the McAllister Building. I'll uh, put that into Discord as well so you guys have that if you want to make a note of it. There you go. McAllister Building. Uh, there's a set of freshly made keys to the building and to Wright's apartment. Stamped, do not duplicate. So you have keys to the to the building itself and to the apartment. And a Polaroid photograph of her uh, was actually two. There's one uh, that's apparently taken by herself. Uh, it's kind of out of focus. This is right A1 June 94. And then there is a uh, family provided photo as well, which is a little easier to see. 
I'll show you guys both of those. So you can see both of those photos. <clears throat> Everybody see those okay? Yes. Yep. All right. And yeah, the Polaroid is definitely hard to see. Yeah. With that, he asks if you have any further questions. The uh, the main the main purpose is to, uh, as I said, see if anything unnatural occurred there or exists there, uh, stop it, or destroy it, or both. Who do we report to? This uh, chief de detective with the NYPD, or is there somebody with the FBI we are reporting to? Uh, just you report directly to me. Any information that you get. Um, so if we run into this Giradonda uh, detective, we just need to tell him that we're with the FBI. Yep, yeah, use your FBI credentials. That should be good enough. The uh, It was turned over to the FBI. I guess it was turned over to the FBI uh, already anyway. So this happened in June. We're in August, of course. Um, Who's the FBI agent in charge? Uh, no one right now is being treated as a cold case, so you're just there to catalog everything in her apartment in case uh, anything comes up in the future. So, uh, gotcha. Um, um, she disappeared. So, uh, go ahead. She disappeared a month ago. Yeah, on June fourth. I was gonna say uh, oh, two months. Did so are like the credentials? Like, is it like a badge or? Yeah, it's a badge. With a false so, name uh, on it. I guess I. I guess I just clip it to my belt next to my marshal's badge. All right. Uh, well, so uh, your best your, your best bet is to use those false credentials and not show your your marshal's credentials unless you have to. Okay. Well, then I I guess I just I take the marshal's badge off and put it in my coat pocket along with the rest of the information or papers that i have i put them in a pocket in my all right jacket too all right so the the address is east 32nd uh, east 32nd street in kipps bay um so the best they know she disappeared on june 1st it was reported on the 4th of june uh by her father uh, a retired policeman um the 4th of August, uh, her credit card was used in Patience, Maryland to purchase cigarettes. Uh, at that point, that's when the New York FBI was given the case as a possible kidnapping. Uh, the FBI also, uh, as well as the police, examined and interviewed all the tenants in the building, along with uh, Wright's friends and associates, and came to a dead end. And employees at the gas station from the credit card, did not remember the transaction and did not recognize Wright from any photographs. The signature was not her handwriting and there was no surveillance. All right, let's go catalog some items then. I guess we could start in the morning. Yeah, it's up to you guys. If you want to uh, uh, wait until the morning and try to do some research or something tonight, 
first or just start fresh the next morning if you do that? Yeah, no, no need to go. I mean, you know, who's going to start a job in the middle of the evening, right? Seems weird. It's true. By the time you finish talking to Marcus, it's after 5 p.m. Yeah. So I suggest we uh, maybe go somewhere and just talk about not, you know, not ourselves too much, but maybe just figure out what our strengths and weaknesses are as a group. Um, introduce ourselves by what we're going to call ourselves and then go our separate ways for, for the evening and meet back at the apartment at 0900. All right. Does anyone know what they're going to call themselves yet? Uh, and they can go first. Yeah, Dr. Timothy. Oh. Oh, okay. No, go ahead, agent. <laughs> I'll I'll be agent slash. Okay. Agent slash. All right. Yeah. I'm uh agent. I'm uh, not agent. Jeez, can't be saying agent. Uh, Doctor Timothy Caul Caulfield. Uh, uh, I'm just gonna call you Doctor. Want me to call you Doctor Tim or Doctor Caulfield? Doctor Tim's fine. I'm a hip guy. Call you Timmy. All right, <clears throat> and then how about, only my mom calls me that. How about Joe or Moses? Either of you guys know what you're going to be called? Uh, you guys are both uh, antisocial. Nobody, y'all don't have your video on anymore. Oh, sorry. John hasn't had his on because he's on his phone. Uh, I'm not used to this whole fieldwork thing. Could I just go by Joe? Joe. You're an agent. Like though. I don't know what your real name is or not, so yeah, you can be Agent Joe, but you're gonna have to have a last name, Agent Joe. Mama. I need a last name. Um you can say Joe is your last name, that's fine. What's your first name? Joe. Joe Joe. Joe, Joe. Your parents are your parents were assholes, man. <laughs> How about Moses? What about no. you, old timer? No, I prefer Joe, not Moses. Uh, my name is uh, Doctor uh, Doctor Lewis. First name Carol. Carol. <laughs> okay. Just hope nobody looks at your name with the fact uh, last name, comma first name. Then Alice in Wonderland. Got it. Operation Alice. So we have Doctor Tim, Doctor Lewis, and then Agents Joe and Slash. <clears throat> Alrighty. Um yeah, so you uh you find a restaurant where people don't pay much attention to you and the service is terrible, so you can kinda all sit together and talk if you want. So Denny's. Short Denny's. So uh how many of you actually know how to fire a gun? Um I've passed my range test. Okay, good deal. What about you, Slash? You know how to handle a firearm? I pull out my 1911 and <laughs> place it on the table. Okay, let's not get too crazy with that. Put that away. Jeez, Louise. Oh, he has one. You, I, I, I do a cool little flip with it and then put it in my... In I should make you make a firearms stuff. check to see if you shoot anybody, but I won't. It's, <laughs> safety is on. Safety cool. is on. If you critical fail, it wasn't on. 
All right. Um, how about you there, uh, Dr. Lewis? Um, the last firearm I handled was uh, on the BB gun range when I was in Cub Scouts. That answers that. So what, uh, uh, what do you think you bring into the table here? In Africa one time. Yeah. Without, without telling us you know, too much about yourself, what is it that you do you think that they're going to need you for in this mission? Um, well, since we're cataloging uh, items in the apartment and looking for anything unusual, uh, I'm, a, I'm an art historian okay. uh, with, with knowledge of hidden occult symbolism. Gotcha. What about you, Jojo? I mean, if you can give me a telephone connection, I can uh, find out just about whatever you want. But also, uh, I like a lot of horror movies and um, like the real world connection to the storylines. If you know what I mean? No. <laughs> I have no idea what. I didn't know what any of that meant. You know how to call people and um, you like to watch. Okay, we'll just figure that out. He winks at you and goes. Uh, Yes, you've got. We're gonna say you okay. have a uh, you have a <laughs> 1995 laptop JoJo that has uh, full encryption and everything on it, so you can. What did a 1995 laptop look like? A uh, giant exactly. it Happened like I looked a it up. Of... The movie Hackers came out in 1995, so totally. You relevant. know, surprisingly, surprisingly, not that terrible. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they pretty much look like the modern laptop at that point. Yeah. Bit thicker, but that was it. That's what she said. All right. Well, ah. um, I guess that leaves you, Agent Slash. Uh, other than your gun, which you said on the table earlier, which we all appreciate. Um, what, what do you What do you bring into the game? Well, I mean, That's pretty I, much it. I'm I'm a cop. So okay. it's the federal one, so gotcha. All I know right, good my deal. way around a crime scene. Well, I know about plants and I used to serve. So I'm not sure what at all I'm I'm here to do. But uh I guess when I figure it out I'll do it. Good at plants. <laughs> yep. I know I know about plants. I got I got some, you know. Got some grown in my house. Oh, good. All right. So with with that in mind, do you guys want to do any pre-gaming before you show up at the building the next day? No, I have no idea what they want me to do, so I'm just going to get some sleep. I'll just um, see if I can find any more information in the newspapers. Um from around the same period, see if any there were any other disappearances or anything. Okay. Um, you can give me... So where are you going to go to look for these newspapers? I guess would be the question. Library? Yeah, the New York Public Library. All the knowledge in the world is contained <laughs> with therein. All right. Um, anybody else going to do anything like that? What are we looking up again? Well, that's the question. Do you want to look up anything about uh, the missing person, about the building? Um, yeah, that's kind of my job, so 
I'm going to find a uh, telephone line somewhere to hook up to my laptop. All right. Well, I mean, if you want, you guys can all split up, go back to your houses and uh, get back together and just meet each other at the building the next day. We're all local? Yep. Okay. <clears throat> so if you want to do that, That's you can't. <clears throat> all right. Um, so you do not notice any other quickly. Uh, scanning through there, you don't notice any other missing people in the area, John? Or Dr. Lewis? Uh, but you do uh, find information about Abigail Wright herself. Um, so she was an up-and-coming artist. Um, as a matter of fact, you probably, the name was probably vaguely familiar when you first heard it. Um, she, uh, last year, so in 94, <clears throat> she had her first show at the Mercury, which is a trendy art gallery downtown on Franklin Street that you have been to before. Uh, when you she read, a painter, sculptor? She's a, a painter, yep. Okay. When <clears throat> you uh, look into it, you see... Uh, through the mercury that she sold like 15 or so pieces and decided to take uh, half a year off to paint and not uh, you don't have to do anything else so, so that she's been staying there at the McAllister building the whole time and then Mr. Internets uh, you search the the barren 1995 internet and you actually find some recently digitized uh, public records for the building. Okay. Uh, you see that the building was originally constructed and permitted as the Lundine House, L-U-N-D-I-N-E. And uh, here, let me just do this. In May of 1921, that's when the house was originally built. So... Uh, there you go. London House, 27 May, 1921. And it was completed on the 21st of May, 1924. Um, it was sold by the London Estate on the 3rd of February, 1953 to the Star Corporation. And on the 6th of May, 1967, to Art Life, which are the current owners. Okay. Um, and you also find uh, a website that says that the architect, one Asa Darabondi, was famous for having been involved in a scandalous murder case. Oh, my. But, uh, but nothing else. Uh, the architect's name... Asa Darabondi. There you go. And if you want, do you want me to copy and paste any of that other information into something for you? Or are you good? I am going to uh, try to copy it somewhere on my character sheet. Let's see. I'll share that with everybody. Thanks. Details and notes, maybe. Holy crap. 
There you go. There's, that's all that stuff that I told you. Okay, so the architect, uh, apparently some kind of murder kind of thing. All right. So I guess he's going to share all that the next day when we get back. Yep. Yep. Um, Someone wrote, what is this on the board? On, on what board? The little red apartment that we can see. Uh -huh. <laughs> That's funny. Yes. That is a rather strange looking sculpture, whatever that is. It looks like the butt of a rather skinny leg... <laughs> elephant i'm guessing this is supposed to probably be her apartment once we get there i guess we'll find out <coughs> um all right so uh we'll just say you guys meet what time did you decide to meet the next morning friday morning nine o'clock all right so, oh, man, so early so you all meet outside the building at 9 a.m and uh, a couple of your members have some some info for you you can share that Dr. Lewis and what you got? Jojo. Yeah. Well, I guess I just tell him about uh, what I know about Wright and her painting. Um, what painting? Just that she was a painter who had recently sold some paintings and had decided to seclude herself and produce some more. Um, what kind of work did she do? Like pop surrealism or something? Um, I don't know. Did you cover that? Cre I don't think like creepy did. clowns. You did not. Yeah. Uh, you did not get that information. Okay. Yeah, I'm not. I'm Good not... deal. All right. All right. She's an artist. Okay. I I didn't find out anything. I went to sleep. Um, <laughs> anybody else look up anything? Find out any more information? No. Uh. Kurt had a beer and fell asleep in his chair. How about you, Agent Joe? Um, I can basically verbalize everything you just said, Danny, but everyone can already see it. But um, I'm not really sure how this uh, applies, but uh, here you go. So, so he gives you a load of information that he's printed off on his dot matrix printer at his house. So what about this is important? Tear off the uh, sides with the dots, but uh, you. What am I looking at here? I mean, this is a lot. Of, this is a lot of stuff. Yeah, that's what I do. Do you need me to roll to see if I can find what's important in it, Danny? What's important in it? Well, so yeah, so you get the. The gist, which I'll put on on uh, roll twenty, there. But mm -hmm. uh, it's the uh, <clears throat> the dates like that it was originally permitted, completed. Uh, the current owner, which is Art Life, uh, the architect uh, was famous for being involved in some kind of a murder case. Uh, those are the highlights. 
So this McAllister building has some history, huh? Nice. Uh, Sorry, guys. I tried to catch it. Bless you, uh, Agent Joe. <laughs> Isn't this one of the episodes of American Horror Story? This building? We don't have to clean your pants after this. Uh, thankfully not. Uh, none so of the other art life. Have... That's interesting considering she was an artist. Yeah. You ever heard of art life there, Doc Lewis? Um, I'm not certain if I have or not, uh, although. Yeah, I will say since you are an art person and you have high art skills that you probably have. Okay. uh, It is a nonprofit that uh, basically purchases rental properties to to get rent them out to professional artists at a low cost to basically help. help struggling artists and young artists uh you know stay stay afloat and and produce art okay um and then uh do i know anything about this uh, architect asa darabondi uh let's see uh do you have history or architecture i have history 60 (laughs) percent You know, well, you know, you could find out a ton about him at the library. Uh, no trouble at all. Right. If that becomes a thing. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely would like to uh, research him and then see if I can't find uh, images of the paintings that were sold as well. Right. Um, but right now we probably need to go check out the apartment. Yeah, let's get the cataloging. Good information, guys. Thanks for doing some digging. Obviously, your skills are were well needed. All right. So, uh, you guys useful in '95 as modern day. <laughs> yeah, still, still not useless though. All right. Well, so the apartment key for Abigail's apartment says it's apartment one A. So you all imagine that's probably on the first floor. How we go to find it? Yep, sure enough, uh, you find 1A along with you know 1B and those kind of things pretty easily. Knowing we're about to uh, <coughs> enter a crime scene, I'm probably kind of heading this part up. Because this is, I don't know, this is my wheelhouse. There you go. What are you again? I'm a cop. He's law enforcement. I'm but I'm, yeah. You're a marshal? Yes. Usually you come in after the other guys come in to the crime scene first. Well, yeah, but I still have to examine and get my own information, too. <laughs> so, could, like... All right, so you guys go onto the ground I want floor. every outhouse, doghouse, and farmhouse between here and... Anyway, sorry. That's all right. All right, you come in the main the main door. Um, there are uh, like some mailboxes and such. Um, and basically, as soon as you you come in the front door, there is um, uh, just to your left is the door for one A, which is Abigail's apartment. 
Uh, well, no, that's not true. I guess I guess you have to go uh, past the mailboxes and around the corner, and then you get to to one A. Uh, past one A, there's a uh, uh, you guys can see down the hallway. There's like an old telephone nook with a with a phone and everything in it. Uh, down the hall, on the left, you can see stairs going up and down, and a couple more apartments at the other end of the building. The uh, building itself looks uh, fairly old. I mean, you can tell it's old. Yeah. Um, there's a buzzer at the front door, which you guys didn't need because you got keys. But it looks like it's like from the 60s, probably. The foyer or foyer is marble floored. Um, mailboxes are, are brass, standard looking. Uh, the floor is kind of covered in new old newspapers and sales circulars, pizza coupons. Um, then that, I told you about the hallway already. The hallway is carpeted in plush burgundy. Uh, with, like I said, two apartments on either side, but uh, not on the main floor here. The ground floor just has the one on uh, the near side and then two on the far side. You would, you guys would guess based on that that there's probably eleven apartments, considering there's three floors above ground and looks like a basement, so four floors total in the building. All right, note our in exits, head on in. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll, I mean, I follow, follow the marshal or agent or whatever. So I guess I I open the door, take a look inside. All right, yeah, you uh, you open the door and it is a testament to methodical madness. The walls and ceilings are covered in layers of papers and objects that have been epoxied in a bizarre but possibly meaningful pattern of strata. They're just uh, affixed to the walls. <clears throat> Most of them look like they probably are just there permanently, unless you break them. There's uh, you see like transistor radios, tape players. There's a CD Walkman that uh, that Moses sees. It looks nice. Uh, <laughs> uh, some of those things have been ripped down and like set on the bed. Um, they probably don't work. The Walkman uh, left behind pieces of its plastic casing, so that was probably not a good idea. The floor itself is bare. Uh, the rug has been ripped up and taken away, uh, exposing just some battered and stained linoleum underneath there. There's no furniture. Uh, some of her possessions, uh, you guys know from the notes, like her TV and VCR had the serial numbers registered with her insurance company, but nothing has turned up in pawn shops or anything like that. Um, yeah, so, uh, it's a giant mess of stuff glued to the walls and the ceiling. On, uh, you do find a cardboard box, <coughs> uh, fairly thick industrial looking one, marked evidence, FBI White Plains, right a 10 August 1995. Wow. Uh, you 
pop that box open and you see that there are four Polaroid cameras and a hundred packs of film. So, uh, that, cool. yeah, it's enough to take 800 pictures, 800 photographs. Uh, also in the box are latex gloves, evidence bags, stickers, and sealing tape, as well as a manifest list for the contents of the box, which just tells you all that stuff is in it. Um, yes. All right, Agent you to Slash, you're going to have to tell us how to do this stuff. Agent Slash, I think you're going to have to give us a crash course on cataloging evidence. I personally have never done it myself. I don't know about these other two gentlemen, but I imagine not, given their demeanors and probable backgrounds. <laughs> well, I guess I start tossing gloves around and I tell them. If you think it's of importance, don't touch it with your bare fingers. Put gloves on and put it in a baggie. Fairly simple. Uh, is there a system to the the numbering, the stickers, and stuff? Hey, you can just say you take us through it. You don't actually have to role play it. <laughs> you can just you can just tell us that you you tell us the basics of, of well, cataloging evidence. He, he rolls his eyes and starts to go through all that too. He doesn't think it's that important. <laughs> it's kind of what we're here to do. Well, with, uh, I mean, all we got to do is collect it, right? There's a uh, there's a, a knock on the on the door uh, at this point as he's kind of going through all that, and you uh, you see a tall uh, uh, African American male, uh, shaved head, with a uh, uh, NYPD detective badge on his waist uh nods and says uh, agents well only two of us not me these two guys but yeah fbi oh nice to meet you he shakes everybody's hand i'm i'm detective uh Guardanda from uh oh good to meet you yeah you too um i uh i'm to be honest with you i'm really happy uh badge are kind of Taking over this, I don't want to be in your way. I've, he points around at the walls. I've never seen anything like this shit, to be honest with you. So, uh, I just wanted to come by. Artist, man. What was that? I said, artist, man. What are you going to do? He, he kind of raises his eyebrows and nods. Yeah, well, uh, I just wanted to give you guys my card. And uh, if you need anything from me, just let me know. Uh, happy to help out. Um, and and really just happy that someone's kind of taking this this off our hands. We're we've gotten nowhere with it, so we appreciate any help you can give us. Sure, sure. We're we're mostly grunt grunt squad right now here to catalog. Maybe we'll run across something useful. Okay, yeah. Well, just anything I can do to help out, let me know. Thanks. All right. So I guess we start cataloging. Um, I point over to. Dr. Lewis, hey, Doc, I mean, do you mind focusing your efforts on the artwork since that's your wheelhouse? Uh, of course. Uh, so the um, Carol doesn't reach for, uh, for gloves or anything like that. He just kind of moves to the center of the room and starts kind of uh, trying to take in big picture view mm -hmm. of all the stuff that's uh, epoxied to the walls. And looking for any kind of um, 
just like overarching patterns that might emerge. Okay. All right, Agent Jojo, why don't you uh, focus your efforts on any, I don't know, see if you find any electronics or anything around here. You seem to be good with that stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah, um, sure, I can do that. You know, lick the phone lines or something, I don't know. Whatever it is you guys do with your computers. <laughs> all right, so you're all going to start uh, cataloging and, and searching around and stuff? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, uh, I guess I'll, I mean, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, Ben. Uh, Slash is going to be looking for stuff more to do with signs of struggle or, you know, any sort of bodily fluids like blood, mainly. Just stuff you would look for in a typical kidnapping case. All right. Uh, why don't you give me a search roll? And then... Can't pull out the black light. Everyone can Everybody else. So, so you guys start doing this. It's going to take a few hours. So uh, anybody have uh, bureaucracy? Ooh. Yeah, I've got 60 yeah. in bureaucracy. I got 10%. All right. <laughs> well, so with 60% bureaucracy... You think uh, with all this crap in here, ba- based on the description that uh, Agent uh, what's Marcus, the Agent Slash, just gave you? Oh, Agent Slash, okay. That it's going to probably take uh, the four of you three days of solid work to catalog all this crap. What? <clears throat> yeah. All right. I'll let them know that. We're looking about, uh, so today's Friday, so we should be able to get this done by the weekend, so. Hopefully none of us will have to make work excuses for Monday. Mm-hmm. We'll bear down and get through this stuff. <laughs> All right. So did you give me a search roll already, Ben? I did. It sucked. Okay, it's a failure. All right, that's 62%. fine. 62%. You're looking around. Hey, you get to click that failure. Yeah, you get, you get to check the oh. checkbox next to it. That, that'll oh, give you some okay. advantages after we're done with the adventure if you're still alive. Yeah. Oh, nice. All right. Uh, the rest of you can also give me search rolls as you uh, spend the morning looking through all this stuff. As I'm cataloging, I'm just going to look around to see if she has any plants around. Just because, you know, I'm interested. I feel, I feel like if people have plants, what kind of plants they have, that, that tells you a lot about a person. Oh, Brandon. 1% over. over. All right. My search is only a basic 20, so there ain't no way I'm going to find anything. Fifty-one percent failure. Sean, tell me you passed. I did. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna count. I'm gonna count Bogus as a, as a pass too. Forty-one is close enough. <clears throat> we'll give it to you. All right. So, uh, cousin Jojo, <clears throat> you are uh, looking through stuff, and you find something that interests you. Holy crap, I didn't put anything into science for my botany. (laughs) (laughs) That's fine. What the hell is wrong with me? Don't worry, I did like five things in science. (laughs) Jesus. You could switch something out if you want. I may do it, because that's just stupid. I'm fine with that if you want to. All right. All right. Joe, 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 Joe. You find um, some what look like uh, diagrams or plans for for mechanical machines 
drawn on a uh, what looks like unfolded thick paper napkins with gold initials in the corner. The initials are GBR. Um, let me. I think I have a handout for this. GBR. Goober. Uh, here we go. The, here, here's your handout with those on it. Um, <clears throat> both of them that you find are labeled. Uh, one is labeled Leo, uh, and one is labeled Escriba. Um, Leo and Escriba? Yeah, you can tell that's not English, but I don't think any of you know this particular language. Okay, do does you, our, our person have a connection? Do you have, uh, so you're looking at these diagrams, do you have craft mechanics? Me? Yeah. Yeah. All right, what's it I know Russian, Mandarin, and French. Nothing there. Yeah. Uh, well, what's I your... know Latin and German. Well, you can tell it's a Latin-based language. Um, what's your Latin at? Forty. Forty. Yeah, you can tell it's it's Latin, a Latin-based language. Probably Portuguese. You think? I'm trying to roll craft mechanic, and it's not letting me. Well, what's it at? That was my real question. Right, you click that little little die right next to it. Is it not Ready? working? Let me click it. It's not working. I've clicked it like five times. I think you're full of shit. Works for me when I click it. No, I. That's what she said. Oh, you clicked on the little die looking button off to the right hand side of it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there's not much other option other than the you number. A, you didn't get a pop up. No. That's weird. Unless it's, yeah, mine popped up with the thing and asked for modifiers. Yeah. I had to click none to get that uh, ro actually roll. For some reason, it kept going behind the diagram. Uh, you found it. All right. Well, you didn't have to roll anyway, uh, but you got a success, so that's good. You, uh, <clears throat> you something is wrong. Something is wrong. Uh, this these something is not good with these diagrams. Uh, I need you to make a sand check as, as looking them over begins to hurt your brain. So I just roll sanity points? Just roll, just roll your sand, yeah. Hey, uh, just uh, for future reference, at some point I want to do a tour of the most haunted buildings in New York now. Me too. I've I been checking to... that out while we've been doing this. All right. So, did you roll your sanity? Yeah, it was a success. Oh, okay. So, uh, no sand loss. Yes. <clears throat> but man, that was weird. See, so I guess you bag that and tag it. Do I have a clue what it is? Um, oh, I did succeed enough to make a sand check. <laughs> yeah, you you can tell that they're some kind of machines, but uh, that's certainly all you can tell from these diagrams. They're like you know, there you don't can't tell what the the whole thing would look like exactly yet. Um, it takes some time and some looking at it. Oh, okay. All right, and then uh, if you want to uh, plug in, I'll say her, the phone line works outside. If you want to plug in and and uh, look up what those words mean on the interwebs, you can do that. Sure, I'll do that. 
All right. Uh, Leo means the lion in Portuguese. And Escriba means the scribe in Portuguese. Lion, the scribe? Okay, so one is the lion, and the other one is the scribe. The lion that ate the scribe. Was she Portuguesean? Well, they're just two separate, uh, two separate deals. Are you asking if she was from Portugal or Brazil, Ben? <laughs> is she Portuguesean? <laughs> I meant what I asked. <laughs> is she Brazilian or from Portugal? I think. Portuguesian. Portuguesian. She she does not seem to be either of those things from what you have. Okay. Yeah. Oh, now I'm curious about what Portugal citizens call themselves. Portuguese. Yeah, okay. All right. I guess it's like the language, right? Yeah. They call themselves Portuguesos. As Portuguese citizens, yeah. All right, John. Um, you have found members of the EU. John, you found a a scrap of a piece of paper that looks like handwritten sheet music to you. Mm -hmm. As you were studying over this thing. Okay, was it uh glued to the wall like everything else? It very much was, as you were kind of looking through everything that kind of stood out to you. So I will show it to you, and you can you can read and hum it if you would like, or sing it. Okay. Wouldn't recommend it. Dude, I'm definitely going to this one place. Okay. Um, so this picture that we're looking at of the red apartment, that is not at all what we're actually seeing, right? That's right. Yeah, you're seeing a, a small apartment with crap glued all all over the place. Okay. Do do I see any musical instruments or anything in the room? Um, there might be something a musical instrument glued to a wall somewhere. Sure. <laughs> so everything loose in the apartment. What was that? Everything is like glued to the wall. There's nothing loose in the apartment. That's right. Yeah. Other than the stuff you guys. Are, you know, we're given in that box and, and what you brought with you. Pretty much everything is glued to the walls or the ceiling. Okay. Um, all right. So is this like one of the only things that's handwritten that's glued to the wall or? Uh, no, there's a bunch of, there's a bunch of crap that's hand drawn and written. There's, there's typed stuff. There's, you know, machinery, all kinds of crap. just kind of glued. Yeah. Everywhere. Okay. Uh, um, you gonna read the read the uh, verse? To yeah, us? yeah. So, so I read it. It says, uh, "Let the red dawn surmise what we shall do when this blue starlight dies and all is through." Right. Do you read that out loud to everyone in the room? Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm just gonna. Ask if it sounds familiar to any of them, like it might be uh, song lyrics or something that they might be familiar with. All right. Well, does anybody have music or literature? Um, let me look here. I don't have music. 
Both of those, I think, would be uh, art. Okay, well, I've got art <laughs> paintings and art sculpture. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I have. I have none of that. Yeah. I have. Yeah, I got nothing. I have. Um, sounds like a bunch of. Right. So you'd, you'd have to that go sounds and like a bunch of BS to you have to do some serious searching probably to find that you think. Okay. Let the red dawn surmise what we shall do when this blue starlight dies and all is through. I don't know. Sounds like um. Leave it, Nelly. Sounds no. It sounds like celestial to me. Like it sounds like she's referring to. You know something, something actually in the stars of the galaxy or something. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, computer dude, uh, once you see what you can find about, uh, I don't know, uh, red stars, blue dwarfs, maybe that are close by, something like that. Keep you busy. Oh, <laughs> at this point. I- uh, by this point, it's about noon. You got you guys have been here for a few hours. About lunchtime. Uh, everybody, make yeah, me a sand go grab roll. a lunch. Yeah, everybody, make a sand roll. What? Just from being in the uh, just from Talk being in the time. apartment. All of you. Yeah. That seems a little uh, seems a little uncalled for. <laughs> hey, just waiting for someone to go insane. Just just for being in the apartment. Whew. A nine. Wow. Oh, Matt. All right. Yeah, that? failed. Three successes and one failure. Okay. Um, Matt stabs us all. <laughs> <in the neck. laughs> Billy. Matt. <laughs> you're sitting there. Sitting there. You're about to, you know, call out and say, "Who? Hey, who wants to get? Uh, who wants to get lunch?" So who? So how can you classically <laughs> crap your pants? When you are suddenly, uh, you get an odd sensation, like your uh, uh, hair on the back of your neck stands up, like uh, someone is right behind you or watching you, and you lose one sand from helplessness. Down to 59. All right, and you can check your set, your helplessness, helplessness box off as well. Okay. Is that, where is that approximately located? Uh on the right-hand side, uh, right above your skills. Okay, next to violence. Yep. Gotcha. So you can be adapted to helplessness, too, huh? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That doesn't sound like a fun journey. <laughs> well, right, I kind of, I kind of, I, I guess I kind of shrug it off, you know, look behind me, mm-hmm. and make sure there's nothing there, and uh, be like, ugh. This apartment's giving me the heebie he- uh, creeps. <laughs> I'm gonna go. Uh, <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go grab lunch. What do you guys want? I'll take your orders. I'll go get it. Let's go get out of here for a minute. Uh, anybody for Greek? Yeah, yeah. You want a gyro? Yeah. Be like... right. You want you want it with real lamb? Oh yeah. Feta. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. All right, so he takes he takes orders. Uh, maybe maybe that's a, a good place for us to stop for the night. There we've been going pretty good for a couple of hours here. What do y'all think? Now now I want a now I want a hero, a hero, 
a gyro. However many different ways you can say it. <laughs> Man, there's this place in Athens where you could get it where they had the where they had the lamb chop on a spit, mm-hmm. you know, that just like was revolving around in the window. Yeah. And they would just like cut off slices of it, you know, it had the heat lamps around it. Mm-hmm. And you you would go and they you would order it and they would just cut off slices of it. You know, and put it on your put it in the wrap and everything. You can get you know what kind of dressing you wanted, what kind of cheese. This is is awesome. It's still there. If you're ever in Athens, go check it out. We got a place like that around here. We call it Arby's. <laughs> no. <laughs> not not the same at all. All right. Well, uh I feel like we didn't get into it enough for you guys to be creeped out. I'm sorry about that, but uh, uh the fact that everything's glued to the walls is pretty creepy to me. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. There's some weirdness going on here. Um, uh, stolen from PF Chang's. I said that's great. All right. Well, we'll stop there tonight, and uh, next week we'll either we'll either pick this up, try and get some momentum on it, or we'll switch back over to Protectors of Eld. It's up to you guys. You can. Yeah, it's called uh, Giro Wrap. If you're ever in Athens, Georgia, check it out. Well, just downtown uh-huh. uh, on something like this, where you're trying to remember clues and all that kind of stuff. I'd rather keep rolling with this if if possible instead of switching back and forth. Yeah, I'm down. I mean, I've been I've been right, tapping everything down that I can and yeah, but, the bio part of my But the longer we go, there, yeah. the more you forget. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Right. I I'm down for for doing this one every time we have an opening and yeah. then getting back to hold that after we're done with it. All yeah. right. Well, so if we go straight through, I would say uh two and possibly three more sessions would finish this adventure. So, yeah. Oh, so five or six then. <laughs> well, so far you guys have been going pretty good. Like we were just slowed down by the whole intro of characters thing. Um, okay, good deal. Um, so try not to overthink whole, this one because I know we have a lot in the past. What is the whole deal with Sorry, checking man. the boxes next to? Oh yeah. So any any skill you try and fail during a a uh, session or during a an operation at the end of it you get to roll to increase that skill that's this kind of the yeah, way so you go check check the box so you can uh get a chance to increase it at the end of the uh yeah whatever yeah. so so is it like at the end of at the, the end of this mission tonight no oh the so at the mission. end of the the mission all right yeah yeah so every time you fail something go ahead and check the box except for sand of course because you don't get better at that unfortunately so apparently fyi if uh if you want to visit the most haunted places in georgia pretty much all you have to do is go to savannah yeah I figured, figured that. yeah <laughs> apparently there's nowhere else in georgia that's haunted except oh. for savannah yeah so there you go tourist trap could go to fun. waverly Hills sanatorium up here that's where i want to go and spend the night on halloween I don't want to go. You don't want to go to Waverly on Halloween because they do it they up do like, like a haunted house. Haunted house. Uh, no, it's the one place at the this uh, the place you get to stay overnight at on Halloween night. I don't know. Right. Is that one place? It was the uh, sanitarium or whatever that's closed down. The only now. haunted house I've really ever been to is like Sloth Fright Furnace in Birmingham. If I'm gonna go. Spend the night in Kentucky. I want to spend the night at a distillery. 
<laughs> yeah, are there any haunted? Story. Yeah, I was about to say, are there any haunted distilleries? Because that's a twofer. They're haunted rack house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to check every rick house for ghosts on there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. So between now and whenever we do that, we need to form. We need to form a ghost uh, or, or a paranormal investigation nonprofit. Yeah. <laughs> we we only and, uh, investigate areas where alcohol is created, though. Well, we investigate the spirits of the spirits, Danny. Yeah, the spirit spirits. Yeah. Hey guys, did you hear uh, the NFL announced today that to ensure no no future Super Bowl team will ever get home field advantage, the game will always be played in Dallas. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice! All right, with that, we're out of here. Bye, bye, folks. Good night, guys. Screw bye. you, Cowboys fans. <laughs>